0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You don't have to fret about a summer without football. Here's a preview of our new mini series available on Patreon, The Voice of the Lane. Produced and narrated by Paolo Hewitt, we examine the melodies of the terrace, their origins, and much more. Enjoy this preview and hear more at patreoncom Spurshow. We've still got on this day series and obviously Spurs Show daily every day. Go and check it out now, patreoncom show. Hi, my name is Paolo Hewitt. I'm a writer and uh, supporter of uh, Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. I stand in the park lane end and uh, one of the great joys of going to Spurs matches isn't just the exhilarating football that we see week in and week out on the uh, hallowed pitch, but also the songs the, the fans sing, which um, is uh, really adds to the game and brings it colour and life. I thought I'd have a kind of just a... We'll talk about the, the songs and, uh, and the history of them and, uh, and uh, where they're from. There's, kind of, there's, there's so many songs that the, that the Park Lane crowd has sung. The Park Lane crowd is where I, is, is where I sit. I call it "The Voice of the Lane," because this is where all the singing is done in the lane, in the park, in park lane and, uh, and on the shelf, which is to the right-hand side. Many songs have been sung over the years, many, 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 and of course, but there are a couple of standards, one of which, of course, is um, "glory, glory." Alleluia. Glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur. And this began, according to Bill Nicholson's biography, in the 1961-2 season. He writes, it was the hymn Glory, Glory, Alleluia being sung by 60,000 fans at White Hart Lane in our European Cup matches. I do not know how it started or who started it, but it took over the ground like a religious feeling. No congregation at the biggest church assembly in the country could possibly match the noise that was to be heard off the Tottenham High Road. Danny Blanche said of the supporters at that time they were showing their faith and were not to be denied. I doubt whether any ground has ever echoed to a greater volume of noise in the south than White Hart Lane in the early 60s. The sound went all round the stadium. It was the Tottenham Hymn and it frightened the opposing sides from Europe. Well, most of them. The exception was the Portuguese champion team, Benfica, which put us out of the European Cup in the semi-final. But, let's ride over that. Of course, another classy, another one in the top ten is uh, When the Spurs go marching in, to the sound of uh, When the Saints go marching in. This always starts very slowly, and the crowd kind of build it up, and um, they wave their hands in the air as well. So those are kind of top two uh, general songs. And then of course, the crowd always like to anoint a player with a song. If a player has caught their attention and pleased them with their skill, their devotion, their energy, their um, strength to the cause, um, they normally get, get given a song um, uh, down the ages. One thinks of Gilzeen, Gilzeen, born as the king of Har Lane, to the song of Noel Noel, Gareth Bale. Who cleverly uh, the the crowd cleverly put the tune of Men of Harlech, his Welsh song to um, Gareth Bell, He was born to play for Spurs. And lately, if you look at lately at the um, the others, uh, the, uh, the the current side, Harry Kane, famous song. He's one of our own. He's one of our own. Toby and Jan. That's a very that's a very um, uh, catchy song a lot of them very catchy uh, this one goes toby 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 alderbira yan 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 Vertonghen. Um and I, once i get singing that it's always in my head eric dyer gets uh, stefan freund's old i love eric dyer eric dyer loves me Ericsson gets um gets quite quite a few verses really about being the number 23 He's a year like you and me. To the left, to the right, he's a little dynamite. Uh, and of course, the Delhi Alley one, which is um, again shows the cleverness of the songs because it kind of, at the same time, is celebrating Delhi. It pokes um, pokes real fun at Arsenal with their with the line about he only costs five mil. He's better than Ozil, who's um, costing them about four hundred and fifty grand a week, I believe. Um, and then, uh, and what what I love about the crowd as well. In terms of these songs, is their quickness and their their intelligence. I remember when we were playing Manchester City, and Liam Gallagher was um, was up in one of the boxes, and he was um, he was um, he was kind of intimating that he'd like to go outside and fight all ten to fifteen thousand of us in the uh, in the um, in the Park Lane end, um, and uh, the crowd immediately started singing, "Shall we write? Shall we write?" Shall We Write a Song for You? Followed by There's Only One Damon Albarn, which, is, of course, was uh, Liam's uh, great enemy at the time. Um, and I just love the quickness of it, the um, how quickly the crowd responded with such a funny and, and intelligent um, song. Of course, lately there's been... Some songs, you know, have been quite... You know, the, there's songs which are quite, you know, which are funny. There are songs which are celebratory. There are songs which are quite aggressive as well, especially when artists are in town. And it brings me on to this point, which I, I don't think a lot of people understand. When Arson Wenger used to come to White Hart Lane, he was told to sit down, you paedophile, because there'd been this internet rumour that he, he was a paedophile. And, of course, a lot of people got outraged by this. But what people don't understand is that those fifteen, twenty thousand 20,000 people who were singing that, I'm sure that... A, the majority had had no thought that Arsene Wenger was of that way. What it was, sometimes songs are used to unnerve the opposition. That's what they're used for. They're used to, you know, put as much pressure on the opposition as possible and to allow, you know, our team to win. And that's that's where they come from. They come from a, a point of trying to, you know, uh, like I say, unnerve the opposition. And if by singing that Arsene Wenger doesn't do a, as good a job as he would without it, then that's all to the good because, you know, hopefully Spurs will, um, Spurs will win and of course when, and then there are other songs which come out of, out of Spurs is much, much improved uh, results over the last few years, so for instance when we qualified for the UEFA Cup for the first time, a chant of we're all going on a European tour used to, used to be sung on every at every game, and directed at teams whose fans weren't going on a European tour. And of course, once we'd done the UEFA Cup for two years, and um, we realised <laughs> travelling to some travelling twenty thousand miles to some hilly pitch where a, a bunch of locals were giving Nazi salutes, and um, we would we would lose one. There wasn't exactly the uh, the truck trip tr- that we envisaged. But um, and also because we've now started beating Arsenal on a regular basis. There's the, uh, the, great, the great song about going back to Willage, North London is ours, North London is ours, go back to Willage, North London is ours. There's been other songs where players like uh, in the past, like Tommy Huddleston used to have his own song, Heredia Gomez, who was so liked by the crowd that, um, that when they sang about him, they, they, they literally said that he could sleep with their wives because that's, how, that's how, much they, uh, how much they loved him. And of course, some of the songs... We used as a kind of try, used in a tribal sense, and use the word Yiddo, Uh Jermaine Defoe, he is a Yiddo, And the new one being about being a yid. The thing I like most is being a yid. Um, and of course, that brings up all kinds of conversations about the use of that word. But um, it's uh, songs are used in, in many different ways. They're used for humour. They're used to celebrate. They're used in a tribal sense. They're used to unnerve the opposition, and um, and they're used for humour as well. They're very funny. Some of them have lost their luster over the years. If I hear one more chant about um, sign on, you've got no work, which you know, which was directed to Liverpool fans was always a bit it's kind of a bit out of date that one. And there's some really and there's bad ones as well. The um, the chant about Sol Campbell. Are, I think, go beyond the pale, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I don't like him at all, even though what he did was unforgivable. Um, I don't think he should be um, strung up on a, on a, uh, on a pole. That's what I, anyway, that's what I think about, that's why I think going to the Spurs is, is such an important thing. And also, the, um, also one thing you have to remember as well is that the, the quality of these songs reflect the quality of the fans, reflect the quality of the team and therefore come to White Hart Lane and you're going to hear the best football songs ever. Thanks for listening and um, hope to talk to you soon.